They're speakers, authors, and real-life rock stars, bringing you life-changing thoughts that rock. Taking conversation all the way to 11. Most shows only go to 10. Well, it's one louder, isn't it? These go to 11. To 11. This is Thoughts That Rock. Now, here are your hosts, Jim Knight and Grant Menzoir. I'm drooling. That was a lot shorter Welcome, everybody. Thank you. It's the thank you next episode of Thoughts That Rock. Thank you. Next. Gracias. Oh, it's the end of the year. We're all tired. We weren't even going to do this one, but Jim guilted us into doing it. So here we go. It's your... Uh, <laughs> Just read off the script. Sorry. Jesus. There's a Thank script? you so much for joining us on Thoughts That Rock, the podcast that is about exchanging two pieces of life-changing <laughs> advice squeezed into about 30 minutes. Who do we help? Thoughts That Rock help support Cannonball Kids Cancer, comma, and their fight for finding and funding treatment options for kids who have run out of options. They are amazing. Check them out at cannonballkidscancer.org. Yes, we love those guys. If you like our show, please take a moment to give us a five-star rating Mm -hmm. and a written review. Yes. That would mean a lot to us. So much. Even a few words matter, and that helps grow the show so we can give away money. Help grow our show. Hey, we know how busy you are. (laughs) Really busy, Jim. (laughs) And grabbing those little nuggets of wisdom. Watch yourself. They can amp up your life. And are super hard to come by. So hard. Which is why it doesn't really matter what you're doing right now. It does not matter. For instance, Mm -hmm. you could be, I don't know, shaving your back. Ow. Weaving a blanket on a rigid heddle loom. (laughs) Or building your own escape room. I can't get out! (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't matter to us. We just want to be the 30 minutes you've been looking forward to all week. Let's do it. Boom. And we're insane. We're here. (laughs) Here we are. Here we are. The magic of podcasts. My cheeks hurt already. I'm laughing at you two goons. We rarely go right from the intro into Mm -hmm. the I hate escape rooms. Can I just say that? (laughs) Why? Because I, I can never get I, out. I don't want to listen to your stupid clues. Dude, he has the, the attention guy. span of a gnat. That's he true. Does. He would not be able to focus. He wouldn't be able to make it. True. It's probably the yeah, probably the worst place <laughs> I could put you. That's right. Go to your escape room. That's right. <laughs> That's it. You're go be life changing in your escape room. Oh, go dig through a bunch of sand and look for a stupid little key that will fit into a lock. Yeah, I got better things to do with my time. <laughs> Give me a break. So, hey, stare at this picture. Can you tell me what's different about it? No, I can't. Hey, put this puzzle together. Let's, no, I don't want to do that either. I'm changing your birthday plans. No <laughs> escape room for you. I apparently ruined it's that. Torture. It's torture. Literally. So this is our, we, we, we're we calling it the thank you next episode because we're going to do two things. KT is here in the studio live with us. She is. Hello, KT. Hello, Gabna. Help me. And we're going to uh, really just talk uh, very quickly about- <laughs> 
what we're thankful for for this uh, this crazy weird 2020 year, but we certainly are thankful for some things. But really, talk about uh, what's next for us. Let's do a little predictions for 2021, if you will, and we could do that personally or what's going on in the world, whatever you want, and we'll see how this goes for the next 10 minutes. <laughs> Might be the shortest <laughs> episode we ever have. Let's start with uh, you, KT. What what are some things that you're thankful for? Well, <laughs> I'm thankful for Brant's mystic gaze from across the table. Uh, sorry, <laughs> name of my next album. Stole mine. I can't go with that one now. Muddy Nikes, mystic gaze. Mystic um, gaze. <laughs> that should be so, in the show notes. In all seriousness. Um, Actually, I gave a, I gave this some thought when um, you told me we would be doing an episode where we give thanks, and I'm, you know, there's a gajillion and one things I'm thankful for, but when I really got down to the nitty gritty, obviously this year took a big hit mm-hmm. to the nads for everybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> I've been with Hard Rock for what 15 years. Yep, you know, and I grew up, traveled the world. Yep, hung out with rock stars. Mm-hmm. Real ones and coworkers, mm-hmm. you know, and I got furloughed. Yeah. And it's tough. You know, at first I was like, oh gosh, <clears throat> I can sleep. You know, this is great. I got some time. We didn't know what we were doing with the podcast. Um, um, it took us a minute to get our footing. So to go from 100 miles an hour to zero was extremely difficult. But getting to that zero, I could marinate on my life, mm-hmm. paint the garage, do some things. I was one of those success stories of kind of get your sh- together, you know, <laughs> maximize this time that you have now to get some stuff done. But it was hard. Um, but then taking that zero miles per hour, I, I actually did fly home, despite I probably shouldn't have went home because of travel, but I needed my mom. Yeah. You know? I was like, I need to sit down. And really think about where I'm going. Yeah, Hard Rock's cool. I've done that my whole life. It's great. You know, and I would still be doing that, you know. And I bartend at Ace Cafe too, you know, always staying busy. But then once I went, like literally thought about it, I changed my entire career path into veterinary medicine. (laughs) So if anyone who's worked in hospitality knows, (laughs) that's a pretty big shift. You know, not only scheduling wise, but lifestyle wise, you know. So um, I was fortunate enough to score a job with Banfield Pet Hospital as a veterinarian assistant, and I enrolled in a program online. School, guys. School. I've not never done been to school. <laughs> so, you know, I am now – I did work as a veterinary assistant many, many years ago um, before Hard Rock. And then now, like, school, new job, like – I work seven to seven pretty much every day, like consistency. And I'm learning more about who I am through this, you know, even though Hard Rock taught me so many things about myself, you know, it's crazy because a year ago, you, I would never, ever believe I wouldn't be spending every waking moment at Hard Rock. But, you know, and this goes to anybody with a job, like my mom's afraid to quit her job and move here because I've been there so long and I like the seasons. And I'm like, no, like you can make a change and it can work out to your benefit, you know, and that's really what I'm thankful for is finding this whole new path that I was so scared to always be on. And it Mm -hmm. like organically naturally occurred with a global pandemic amidst it all, you know, so it's crazy, but finding this new passion and learning and like, you know, I 
will go on to become a certified veterinary technician, which will be another four years of school, you know, that my job pays for. Banfield Mm -hmm. is awesome, you know, and that's really what I'm thankful for is taking this negative situation and and growing from it, you know. That doesn't mean there wasn't some vodka in between there, you know, but, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm really thankful for finding a new career path and saving all the puppies and kittens. Mm. Well, and you and I have talked about this, you know, as great as Hard Rock is, it's one of the Mm -hmm. greatest brands on the planet. There is life after Hard Rock. And so you almost have to be thrown, you know, out of the pool, right? Completely Mm -hmm. out into a different world to go, oh, there's, you know, and for you, you've wanted to do this veterinary thing for a while. And the fact that you jumped in there, maybe it took, like you said, a pandemic to push you there, but you know, it's it, you're on a trajectory now to do exactly yeah. what you wanted to do, however long that takes. And you've got some good people in your life that you've surrounded yourself with that's going to help you do that. And Dude, it's just, that makes all the difference. It does. It's literally like who you surround yourself with. And it sounds so cliche and dumb, but for real, I would, who knows if I would have made it through without the support of my friends and as well as you guys, you know, and even when you left hard rock, I mm-hmm. thought life was over. I'm like, dude, he's the guru. <laughs> What's going to happen. And then you were just yeah. like still moving forward. So, you know, your tr- old transition helped me through my transition now. So thank That's you. Awesome. Yeah. I'm glad you both transitioned successfully. Yes. 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 Speaking of transitions, yeah. <laughs> which, uh, what are you thankful for? <laughs> me? <stupid>. Yes. <laughs> Try to catch you oh in the middle of a laugh. Uh, I have to make myself laugh. It's the only way to c- cope. Um, <laughs> with me? <laughs> with life. Uh, y- listen. Um, <laughs> thank- thankful. Uh, this year's been shiznit. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, listen, I'm thankful that uh, uh, Theo's doing great. My son's doing great. Uh, my youngest son, Brady's doing great at school. Um, you know, both of them are, are moving forward in life. I think that's fantastic. Uh, you know, Theo's moving out on his own here soon, and that's like, uh, we didn't ever know that we would see that's that. That's pretty cool. He's yeah. moving out? He is moving across He's the street. He's leaving the nest? He is, yeah. Wow. It's a perfect case scenario. He's going to move across the street so we can still be within, you know, emergency need, yeah. uh, closeness if something goes wrong but that's awesome so that's great um you know uh, it, it's been a, a sort of a year of reinvention i think um from speaking so we had to sort of all of a sudden become virtual experts and camera experts and microphone experts and and how to become your own video producer and lighting guy and audio person and it's like it's you know it's been I, i'm thankful for forced uh, innovation, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, it's led to some new opportunities, which I think is great. Um, you know, I, I gotta tell you, like that. I, I know, you know, it, it can be the, oh, the, you know, you so much to look forward to that. And, you know, I think the truth is that this year just sucked balls uh, <laughs> on so many levels. Um, it was awful. So I am thankful. I'll be thankful when this year is over, when the vaccine is here, when when life can get back to some sense of normalcy. Um, and I, you know, I know there are people that are like, well, you know, focus on the things that you're thankful for. But, you know, the truth is there ain't a whole hell of a lot. <laughs> there ain't a whole hell of a lot this year to be thankful for. Um, in the, At least for us, I mean, with what we do for a living, we're 
we need events to happen in order to make a living. And when events don't happen, you don't make a living and it make it puts stress on everything in your life. So I, I am thankful, but I, you know, I think the, the, the truth is that, um, it's been more difficult this year to find things to be thankful for than any year. And anybody mm-hmm. that tells you different, I, I think is not being realistic with themselves. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. yeah, I'm thankful the book is out. Yeah. I mean, I could sit here and tell you things, Yeah, <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's just one of those things, you know, that's the truth. It's just, it's uh it's been a shit year. And so what do you do? You wait till next year, you get your plans together, you figure out, you know, what you can add to what you've learned this year from, from taking it forward. And, uh, I think we've done the best with a batch of lemons that we could possibly have done. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I concur, you, you know? know, and there's a lot of people, you know, now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, I feel very privileged. You know, I mean, we're sitting here with our headphones on mm-hmm. podcasting when other mm-hmm. people are scraping by, you know, people drop their pets off to me every day going, how am I going to afford this? You yeah. know, still scraping every penny, you know, 100%. for a simple vaccine or something for their pet, you know, but I think that we're all in a very good, you know, position regardless. So just thankful for our existence through this turmoil. 100%. Yeah. It could always be worse. I know. You know what I, mean? I, I hate to say that. People who have lost I hate people. to say that, but it's yeah. true. It's frustrating to me. You know, there's been so, I, I think the election took it out of me, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I think that the, the uh, lack of compassion for this pandemic and people thinking that it's a hoax and, and not taking it seriously. Um, I'm tired of worrying. And yeah. I felt like I've done nothing but worry since March because, you know, if Theo gets it, it's, it's done. Uh, you know, it's like he can't survive something like that. And so, you know, every step you take out of the house, every motion you take, every person you come into contact with is a threat. And that sucks to live your life that way. But that's just what life looks like right now. And that's why I think it's so difficult. And, and, and it's just, you know, uh, our friend, uh, LGO, Laura Gassner-Otting has said it's, you know, she was going to declare emotional bankruptcy on this year, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. which, which I get, I get that. I get it a hundred percent because it's just, you know, it's this year has taken it out of us. I think from an emotional standpoint, from a financial standpoint, from a physical standpoint, I think, you know, if you, if you've lost weight during the pandemic, you're a freak of nature. Um, you know, for, for those of us that have ate our weight (laughs) in cheese, Jim, um, has been one of those things that it's just, you know, it's tough. And I'm not going to blow smoke up anyone's rear about, uh, you know, all the, super things we could all be so happy let's just be happy let's be thankful there's too many people struggling still um for me to be too superficial with that so i am thankful for things but it's certainly hard to get to them through what life really looks like right now at least for me that's the truth so i think you know i wouldn't want to make it all rainbows and unicorns but i will say this i take a different spin on it it is the toughest year but I remember the year that I was going through a hated divorce. Mm-hmm. Like for me personally, because I haven't lost physically, I haven't had somebody close to me die from like COVID sure. yet. I haven't had a family member. So I know there are people that are going through that, which supersedes everything else. We know people who've lost their jobs. I get it. It's probably the hardest year. It Collectively, it's the worst. But personally, I go, is there a silver lining? Can I think positively? And some of the things I point to, you know, first off, I'm very lucky because both my parents are still alive and they're a big influence on me. 
you know, I have great kids. You know, one out of the three of them talk to me. I have um, really good friends. You know, and I think about not just what we're doing here, but some of my business partners with Dave Place and Kathleen and my friend Dirk. And I go, I'm surrounded by some good people. I don't have to work for anybody else. You know, Mm -hmm. we're still, even though I really did think I was recession proof because we'd been through that before. I definitely was not pandemic proof, but I survived this still not having to either completely go bankrupt or go back into the industry and have to work for somebody. The fact that we're speakers and authors and podcasters blows my mind that, I mean, you said the best KT, the fact that we get to sit around and do this stuff, Mm -hmm. it's almost, this is what happened to me all the time. I'd go to an event in 2009, 2010 when businesses were, were literally in hospitality, were going bankrupt and here's hard rock. We're crushing it. Like we're hitting double digit increases in sales, sometimes in profit. And I just keep my mouth shut because everybody's woe is me, woe is me, this year sucks, whatever, whatever. And I'm going, we're killing it. It's pretty cool to be us right now. Yeah. $20 I, cheeseburger. I, I'm going to say, I, I do feel, you know, in, in my life, the fact that I haven't completely gone bankrupt yet, I've had to carve into some stuff for sure. The fact that I don't have any major health illness, you know, I've gained about 30 pounds. I'm a little bit overweight. I get that. But for the most part, I go, I'm, I have made it through the pandemic. And so I am thankful for a lot of stuff and I'm not going to try and impose that or put that on other people. I just, I believe in the power of positive thinking. And I go, man, I lead a charmed life. It's not perfect. I got 10% of crap going on, but I feel like I would rather celebrate that because this is a tough year. I, I can't tell you the number of people that are going to be so happy when 2021, I think this year's new year's Eve is going to be ridiculous. Not physically people getting right. together, but going yeah. done la yeah. la la la. I don't yeah. ever want to talk about 2020 yes. again. So I yeah. do agree with that. But I think my spin is the fact that I've got good people, good health, good parents, uh, you know, killer entrepreneurship lifestyle, good, you know, great girlfriend. I go, you know, could could life be better? Sure. Could it be worse? Absolutely. And mm-hmm. there are a lot of people going through it. So, you know, I, maybe I am the freak of nature out there, but I am pretty thankful for a lot of stuff. You know, but I, I want twenty twenty one to to crush it. I want that year to just be amazing, um, and put this one in the rearview mirror. But I don't know. Is that a bad thing to say out loud? I, I, I don't. Uh, not well, to me. No. I, so. I, I mean, this is what I feel when people are like, "Oh, I can't wait for twenty twenty to be over." It's just a day on a calendar. Life is still like, I hate to be negative. I'm never negative. But if that's what people psychologically need to feel better, like, oh, get those four digits out of the way, four new digits, let's go. Like, we don't know what 2021 holds, really. It could could get worse. And I hate to even think that way. Shut your mouth. (laughs) Now you've gone too far. I've gone too far. But, they you found know, a monolith in the desert in I, Arizona. Like, I just want to be prepared for anything. That's what this year taught me is yeah. I'm prepared for. It's not like on January 1st, a, a rainbow is going to poop a unicorn out in the sky. You know, I want to be prepared for that. I'm, I'm on edge now. I've never had to submit 500 applications on Indeed before. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I've been yeah. at the same place. It was a very scary. And I have still have so many friends that have to move back home with their parents, you know, or move back home or like are literally in a bind, you know? Yeah. So I just want to be prepared. I, I just think there's learnings from everything that people are going through, but there could be some learnings in going, 
that there is life after whatever mm-hmm. they're going through right now. We can be a positive light in people's lives to say, geez, maybe this is the time that I wanted to, I don't know, write a book or start a company or, or jump online and see what's there from a web standpoint. Or maybe I need to get over some crappy relationship that I had with Makes a friend sense. of mine or whatever. Yeah. All of these things. I just think I, for me, I would rather live my life like that. So, you know, not that I'm poo-pooing all the stuff you were saying. I do agree no, that you can't I, go through life and say it wasn't challenging. It was. I just, I'm very thankful about a lot of cool stuff. I, I, am, I am too, but I think that here, here it is for me, is that I feel like this year ripped the veil <laughs> over things that I refused to acknowledge or look at mm. prior to this year. So, you know, seeing the racial tension, seeing the, uh, you know, how many people in my life during this year have surprised me with their hatred with their, uh, I mean, just like, like it has rocked my world, mm-hmm. completely rocked my world and, and, and changed my life. And I don't know that I could tell you in a way that's better mm-hmm. <laughs> because I don't, there's a part of me who doesn't even know how to deal with that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, how do I look at somebody the same after you sort of go, mm-hmm. Oh my God, what, what is that? Why, where is that coming from? How is that? And, and, and I can sit there and go, well, I'm going to love them through it and I'm going to still do this. But the truth is. Thin the herd. I, I don't know. Uh, I, the truth is that, that um, I'm shocked by what I've seen this year uh, from, from a behavior standpoint of people who just refuse to, to um, find common ground and shared values. They, they want to focus on the stuff that separates us and they want to put forth whatever conspiracy theories on the left or right. It doesn't really matter any of that stuff. It's just, it's mind boggling to me. Um, what's what the reality is because I didn't even, I didn't think that was reality. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But now that we've sort of spent a year in this, in this <laughs> world that what it looks like, the reality is so much worse than I thought it was, mm-hmm. um, that my brain hasn't fully wrapped itself around how to deal with that yet. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just going to be a, a lengthy process, um, where, where finding the things that look, I, there are people out there where, uh, you know, gratefulness is one of their values and I totally get it. And they keep a journal and they, and they start each day by doing the things that they're grateful for. Right. And that, and like mm-hmm. totally get it. That's not me. It's mm-hmm. never been me. Never will be me. Um, I, I have a hard time overlooking reality. Um, when it's a huge, these aren't like little issues. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not, it's, it's bigger than me. I think that's probably what this, for me, what's been the hardest thing for me to deal with. If it's me, I can change something and do whatever I need to do to, to make it better. Mm-hmm. But if it's something at scale, that's that's like, oh my gosh, I had no idea that this is what it looks like, and and you feel helpless, mm-hmm. and and you can be the per, you can be the starfish person, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna help this one starfish. Yeah, that has never been me. Yeah, I want the largest, biggest impact possible. And when you see now what you're facing. It, it sort of spits in the face of, of what your impact can really be if there are so many people who hold hatred in their heart in mm-hmm. whatever way they want to express that, um, that it's disheartening. It, 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 you know, there's a part of me that says we've got more work to do, of course, and we're going to do that work and we're going to have all those. And I'm thankful for the opportunity to do the work. Mm-hmm. But I would lie to you if I said that there wasn't a part of me that's like, 
I hate that there's that much work left to do. Mm-hmm. How do we come this far and still be here? You know, mm-hmm. and and to sort of pull the uh, the curtain back on things that that we couldn't imagine was real um, this year has been the hardest pill for me to swallow is, mm-hmm. is just that it's the reality of the world and how many people you think you knew that you just don't. Yeah. And, and everyone has their reasons and I get that, but I'm somebody who wants to believe that we, if we got to the truth and we got to the things that mattered most to us, there wouldn't be that much separating mm-hmm. us. But when you look and see how the world has been, no one, gives two shits about figuring that out yeah <laughs> well the common denominator there is social media right without a doubt 100%. especially since we're all quarantined yeah you know and that's all like i think people fed their boredom with hate they didn't even know they had yeah you know and they probably family members friends everybody surprised themselves with me i mean who they've become but social media is definitely the devil in this situation the news 100%. i mean 100 percent. it's just I, I i feel like for the first there's what do you trust yeah. What yeah, do you trust right. anymore? Anything. There's so much stuff coming from every direction. It makes it really hard. But, you know, that being said, I'm thankful for both of you. I think that um, we've been able to sustain uh, this crazy time, uh, at least for me, mentally uh, showing up <laughs> on Tuesdays to record this show and laughing and having a great time <laughs> and knowing that that if we're going to control what we can control, which is how stupid this show is. <laughs> Um, that makes me very happy and, uh, again, incredibly thankful for those parts of my life. I just wish more people could experience that sort of yeah. thankfulness so that they could see what, what reality is or what it could be anyways. So I love you both. You know, Aww, that. that's awesome. Likewise, brother. Thank yeah. you. Well, let's talk. I mean, we sort of alluded to some of this. Jim, let's I said about, I love you. Uh, no, I'm not even going to acknowledge it. In it's, front of it's a tough word for dozens, me to say in front of people. Dozens of listeners right now. You're going to disappoint them all. That's oh. fine. I love you too. Nope. It's a too late. Nope. I've Take missed the back. window. I've missed the I'm putting window. my shirt back on. Let's talk about um, next year. Let's talk about predictions. Let's predictions for 2021. And this could go any direction you want. I mean, some of it could be what you think about your own life or, you know, where you're going to, you know, I don't know, spend your time or global events, whatever it is. What do you think is uh, on the horizon for 2021? Hmm. Let's start with KT first again. Hmm. I think that I will be cleaning dog urine out of carpet. Mm-hmm. Well, that's in the present. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just got a puppy. Um, I don't, like I said earlier, I'm, I, I just want to have a positive outlook on things, but I'm really hoping that all of this makes people understand the, the f- fragility of our own lives, you know, because in, in, in the beginning, too like it took till what I went to Wisconsin recently and I I wasn't the most social distance and it took someone one of my personal friends writing me going what are you doing for me to really like rope it in Mm because you get COVID lazy you know and you start getting comfortable and it's not muscle memory yet you know like I'll still sometimes walk in the store without a mask and be like like I feel panicked like I just sinned you know like oh gosh where's my mask let me go but um I'm really hoping that um, 2021 brings humanity back a little bit Mm. of like, even though right now, you know, there's going to be these, like, it took me a minute. I did get COVID lazy. I'm not going to lie, you know, and then having even last week when I was congested and I've just, all I could do is think of Theo Mm. and Brant. I'm like, I need, like, what am I doing? Why did I even wake up today? Like the, 
how it made me feel inside her. You know, one of my mom's friends was sick and I'm like, oh my gosh, I touched her boyfriend who's going to go home and touch. Like, I hope that it brings more awareness because, you know, just same thing when I go visit another country and I'm like, oh man, America has it really good, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and then. I come back and I'm very humble. And then, you know, a week later, I'm like, my sunroof's not working. What is this? You know, so it's like, I'm like, first world problems. But I think it takes a big dent like this in humanity to make a bigger dent in humanity. Mm-hmm. So I'm really hoping that people are going to realize that they're not always right. Mm-hmm. And I think it I think it might come to fruition. You know, start not maybe necessarily in politics, (laughs) but, you you know, even just with some simple friends, like I've learned so much about myself or how friends feel about me and the decisions I make now, you know, but I'm glad I I encourage everyone to speak up to a friend if you don't, you know, like it took someone going, hey, what are you doing for me to really realize what I was doing? And Mm -hmm. I'm at a Halloween party without a mask on. Like what, like what, who was I, you know, but I never thought that that would be me, you know, and, um. It it just it took someone else saying something to me in a non dickish way, mind you. Mm-hmm. You know that's it's not what you say; it's how you say it to some people. So I think I encourage everyone and hope that it brings out courage for you to maybe tell others how you feel without being a dioc. Mm-hmm. You know, but I just hope twenty twenty one brings back humanity, and I think yeah. it will. I really do. You know, and it kind of does tail off of what you were mm-hmm. saying before as well. And I think that is going to have to happen. I do think people now, especially now that the election's over, mm-hmm. I think that some things have really been tamped down. You never know what's going to happen. Um, I probably still take a different opinion, a different approach, just because, you know, maybe part of it was going through that seven habits of highly effective training. I know we talk about Covey a lot on the show because these principles have always resonated with me. And, and when you teach something, you, in fact, are always teaching yourself. So I just, I've learned that 25, 30 years ago, I was massively opinionated. It was black or white. It was either this way or that way. And I'm sure I pissed some people off. Even as a young trainer going to do a franchise opening, I would get stomped on by the franchisees because I was trying to do it a certain way that corporate told me to do it. But after going through that training, I remember people have different opinions. They see things differently. And so even now I think it's different than what you're saying, because especially because you teach this stuff, Mm -hmm. if it's in direct conflict with your values, Mm -hmm. facts or no facts. I mean, if it's just different, you know, I think there's an emotional shutdown, emotional response, pushback, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. I think that I've gotten to the point that I really can say, man, that is so cool that you see it differently than I do. Mm -hmm. I think it's awesome. You have a different perception. I could go to war with anybody. If they have a different opinion that's completely contradictory to me, I can take the wind out of anybody's sail. I go, man, mm-hmm. it's so cool that we see it differently. Fist pump and we move on. Yep. There are people that can't do that. I'm not the type of person that would ever take anybody off of Facebook. Like I'm not, if you voted or act or behaved or think like this, don't call me your friends. I've never been that guy. And for me, you were saying something about social media earlier, KT, too. I just, I, I use social media for good. Like I just... I don't get on there and try and get negative about it. I just know people have different ideas. And so I'm okay with that. And I'm the first to say I'm malleable, by the way. Whereas before, I was rigid. It was hardcore. Now, I think I'm way more open to seeing. And I'm okay with having my mind changed. You just said you might not be right. Mm -hmm. Right. You might be wrong about stuff. I'm okay with me being wrong about stuff. I got no problem in doing that. So I'm hoping now. Humanity is probably the right word. I'm hoping that there's going to be this influx of people that now just go come to the realization, you know what, 
that was a point in time. I, you know, let's get past this. We need to get back to loving each other, friends, family, whatever. I do think you're going to see less people doing handshakes now. I yeah. think COVID, I think this mindset's going to be here a while. I mean, like in Asia where people are wearing masks all the time, even with the vaccine, I think all of 2021, people are going to be wearing masks. You know, some people probably forever. I think the days of shaking hands, I think you're going to see a lot of elbow taps and fist pumps and bowing or whatever it is. Yeah. I think that's that's probably changed us um, a lot. So I don't want to go through a lot of things. But just in response to you, I just I think humanity, I think this is going to be a kinder, gentler nation because there had to have been some learnings. This can't all be for naught that we went through 2020 and it's a continuation. I just don't see that happening. I don't. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Here comes Debbie Downer. Welcome, change agents, to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit, fuel your purpose, and connect us all. We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit, its boundless resilience, and the inspiration it brings to our lives. On the Driving Change Podcast, we'll journey together through the extraordinary yet very relatable experiences of some of the most amazing people on earth. Our mission? That through these stories, we might just spark change within you and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts. Here's what scares the shit out of me. We're out of time. It's so weird. It's so weird. Uh, I've sat here, watched an election completely divided country like I've never seen in my life. That was divided before that, but yes. Nothing like this. Yeah. Nothing like what we've experienced. Literally divided. Not not to the let's say this. It may have been that divided, but it has never been an acceptable norm to behave in which way we've seen people behave this yeah, year. For sure. Period. For sure. On both sides. Right. So um I look at it and go Rather than believing that we might have been able to, you know, say, well, I'm glad that's over. Let's all come together. Yeah. That's it's bullshit. It's not going to happen. I want it to happen. Mm -hmm. But the reality is I watched tons of people decide to go now and change their social media to completely right wing, left wing platforms where (laughs) they're only feeding that belief. They're not getting a whole picture. They're, they're making it worse Mm -hmm. by now. Instead of having someone who has a different opinion than you, everyone has the same opinion as you. And they're just, it's making, it's amplifying the problem. That's why stay where you are. Let people go wherever we'll be the middle of the road. I will tell you this. I've blocked more people on Facebook this year than I ever have in history. Mm. And it's because I've got to a point. You know, when I when I first uh, started doing work in the uh, anti-human trafficking world, mm-hmm. one of the things that I did not know was how bad the chocolate industry was rampant with mm-hmm. with slavery. Yeah. And and I started to recognize what was happening, not in the stores, not at my 7-Eleven where I can get my whatchamacallit bar, mm-hmm. but at the source, at where they were picking the cocoa beans, at 
where they were doing these things and how these companies just would turn a blind eye to these source problems where they were using slave labor because they wanted it cheap. Mm-hmm. And so they weren't, they didn't, they're like, we didn't pay for that. It wasn't us. We dealing with, we're just buying it from a supplier. That is copping out on the eth- on, on an ethical sure. supply chain that should happen. And so I started to have to do some research to find out which companies were turning a blind eye into my horrid. You loved. It yeah. was all of the ones I love. It was the Mars Bar, the, the Mars Corporation and Hershey Corporation who were doing all those things. So what does that leave mm-hmm. when you can't have the candy bars that you've seen for 40 years in front of you knowing now that they are made by slaves? Olive Garden Mints. Right? It, that's well, it. You're looking at Andy's. I Let's talk those. about it. But the truth is now I have to start going out and finding companies that trace it all the way back to, yeah. the, to the supply chain, right? And I look at it in the same way. I can't, I can't excuse behavior that I now know is going on because mm-hmm. if I do, I'm contributing to the problem. Yeah. And so that to me has been a, in, in the sense of, of, uh, you know, Don Yeager and, and look at your inner circle. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at my entire circle now and mm-hmm. saying, forget about the five people I spend the most amount of time with. I'm talking about anybody in my sphere of influence. Mm-hmm. If I see behavior that is counter to something that I know in my heart is what I believe or that it's, it's causing someone else's pain, it's snip, snip, bye-bye. Mm-hmm. I, I, I remove it from my life because I'm not going to pretend like I've been doing my whole life. Well, that's just them. Oh, that's just so-and-so sure. being so-and-so. Uh, that to me, so my prediction, unfortunately, I'm going to take the, the uh, opposite approach <laughs> and say we're go- it's going to get worse. You think it'll get worse it's, than just this last year? Without a doubt, it's going to get worse. It's going to mm-hmm. get worse. We're going to to see it get even more divided that you should be scared to death that so many people have gone silent in the last month or two after the election was over we had an entire 70 million people Mm -hmm. get really quiet Mm -hmm. that should scare you to death if it was human behavior you would go they would just be you know pounding out and screaming and, and that lasted for a day or two and then it got really quiet (laughs) <laughs> that scares me to death is that yeah. means that they have found another outlet for their anger. It's and scary. It it's is scary. Really, like, and it is really scary. I could go, oh, it's and, just so much. And I don't listen. I don't want to be Debbie Downer, <laughs> I'm but I'm just flat out telling Man. you that, that from a work perspective, I know that once the events industry comes back, um, people are going to just be clamoring for a chance to be mm. in the same building with somebody else. Yeah, no doubt. But you know, just because we have a vaccine that works doesn't mean people are going to get vaccinated. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so that's true. you know, uh, the fact that we might have something, even if it was a hundred percent effective, there's still going to be people who say, "Nope, not doing that." Mm-hmm. And so, what does that what does that leave the rest of us who are relying on people to yeah. think of something more than themselves to to create a larger uh, safe place for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, I get it. It's their choice. They can do what they want to do. That's totally fine. But that doesn't, you know, no, no one's going to snap their fingers and it's going to go back to normal. No, that's never going to happen. Right. So, yeah. so the idea becomes what is this actually going to look like? I think we're going to see virtual events continue well into 2021 totally. and it's going to be that moving forward. I think we'll see hybrid events for months and months and months before hybrid. it gets yeah. to something more, um, which is all great. And that's fantastic. And I think we're going to see that, but I also know that people's number one value is connection. Mm-hmm. And when you're split, when the country is split, 
um, it, it, it is violating that value on a regular basis, which leads to really tough times. And I think we're in for some really tough times ahead and, and I hate it. Mm-hmm. I'm over it. I've been over it for months and months and months, yeah. but I would be lying to, to myself if I sat there and went, Oh, once, once it rings ding ding and the ball drops on, yeah. on, on January one. Well, certainly not, you know, it's just not going not that short. No, but it's, it's still, I, it, I don't know. I don't have an. I don't. I hate coming to the table without solutions. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, that's why they're called predictions. But, I mean, we're just you know we're spitballing. But I, I think do, that's the scary thing is that you can't yeah. predict. No, yeah. I just I predict that the that we're going to see um, a, a, a greater division than even what we have now, um, and and I don't know what's going to solve that because mm-hmm. in in the past what I would tell you is that when you have proof, you don't need belief. Mm-hmm. And once people see proof mm-hmm. of things getting better, then they don't have to convince themselves of anything, which is what belief is. Mm-hmm. Except <laughs> I have been proven wrong time and time and time again <laughs> this year because no matter what proof you stick in front of someone's face, they still don't believe. Yeah. So how do you deal with that? How do you deal with someone that doesn't believe proof? Um, I don't know. I don't know how to do it. I I just don't. Um, Everything I've tried has got me in hot water. And so (laughs) it's been one of those things that I don't. Well, I I hope you're wrong again. I I hope I'm wrong again. (laughs) I do. But I I just. We record a lot of these to be timeless, right? Like you can almost pick it up and listen to it. This one in particular it's supposed to be dated. Like you want it. Yeah. Like I want it to be a time capsule. When we do this at the end of the year, 2021, you look back and go. How wrong were we or one right. of us or all three of us or whatever so that we can keep doing this? I just, for me, I have to believe I have to, I maybe I I'm know. too far. Into I'm Orson Wells. I get it. Yes. <laughs> and, but, but I mean, and maybe, maybe it's a hybrid because I, I do believe there's no way that this is going to be immediately solved, no. but I do think this vaccine, which is probably going to start happening in the next week or two. Yep. I mean, this is going to be out there. Yep. You're right. It's kind of like the measles. I think there's a couple other vaccines that people just refuse to take. And so it's different because the measles, which used to be highly contagious, like whatevs, if somebody winds up getting it, you never hear about that. This is a big deal. And this is taking people's lives. And we're mm. still at record numbers every single day. But we live in a state where they pretend like, you know, didn't even I exist. That we're not the only state. So I think at some point, three months, six months, nine months, I think the connection, I think there are events that are happening. I just think you're still going to see people that are going to be too scared. Some event planner is going to go, nope, seats are still six feet apart. Everyone's wearing masks. Like you're going to see that all through 2021. But I'm a huge believer that events are going to come back in person. I think we're going to be able to be a part of that. And, you know, I joked about this earlier when we were doing our backstage episode. I think all these people that have been locked down for so long, if you were ever at a time of being a budding author, you're now going to see books and authors sure. coming out the wazoo. So luckily, sure. Bookstar PR, like we actually have a solution where we can help some of these authors get 100%. themselves marketed out to more people. So, you know, it could wind up being one of our best years collectively or even individually. I think there's some cool things on the horizon for us. Um, yeah, society, you know, I, I guess I don't play too much in that space because and I'm not one to say, oh, it doesn't affect me. Yeah. I'm highly interested in that. Yeah. And and I use my own behaviors, my own actions, where I spend my money, how I vote. Like I do that part yep. philanthropically. We're yep. all involved in it. But at the end of the day, you know, you go, could it have gotten worse in this last year? I don't know. I have to believe the hope in me is it's going to get better. Somebody's going to go, 
we're more connected with family. I'm back to getting a job. You're starting to see, you know, lower unemployment. You're starting to see some things happening. Yeah. Whether it happens a couple months down the road or it takes all of 2021, I don't know. But you're right. We're never going to get back to normal. I mean, that, that yeah. that's done. But I think there's some cool things on the horizon for us. I just I, I have to believe like that. Listen, the day that they make all the vaccines available, I'm going to look like the dude in Hellraiser. <laughs> Uh, it, I'm taking them all. <laughs> just they're everywhere. I'm going to look like a junkie. They're, they're going to have needles falling out of my arms. Um, but I know that that's that's me, and and I know yeah. lots of people that that are like, I'm never going to do that, and that's their prerogative. And and so yeah. it's just again. It's hard when when people are going to choose different things, especially for an industry like us, where it, it makes it really hard. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, you you it's got to be safe. You know, the last event I just did, I told you my first event since March, I walked in and they're like hitting me with with the temperature, temperature guns gun. and yeah. the and the whole bit, and it's a it's a completely different feel, and you can't yeah. really get near anybody, and everybody's sitting six feet apart, and it's this weird ice. It, it's 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 collective isolation is what it is. What? So everybody's in a room, <laughs> yeah. but they're still isolated because they're so far apart from each yeah. other that they feel like they're exposed. And it's the, it makes it 10 times weirder than if it was just a virtual event. Yeah. Well, that's, what's going to wind up happening is you're going to be, if you're employed somewhere, you're going to be required to get the vaccine, especially if you work yeah. in a public setting. Yeah. And I think that's going to create a stir. Oh, agreed. You know, how can you force someone to take a vaccine? Me personally, honestly, I am scared of it. Sure. Well, I probably get it. Yeah. I didn't get my flu shot because my mom's friend got paralyzed for yeah. a while, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and had a big lawsuit. She was like the 1% that yeah. gets a reaction from the flu shot that destroyed it. her whole nervous system. So yeah, it is scary. But then it helps when I kind of see my friend's views and your views going, I would get the vaccine to help you, to help your family, yeah. you know, yeah. maybe not so concerned. Okay. Are my insides going to liquefy in 10 years? Cause they haven't, they don't know what, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm a hypochondriac, but here's, here's the cool <laughs> thing about that though. And, and, and you can finish up, but yeah. out of the two front runners, the runs that are 95% effective, one of them is actually using part of the coronavirus strain to create it, which is how most yeah. vaccines are done. But the other one, had nothing to do with it. It was all created on its own. And, and so yeah, read about that. it's not like an active ingredient, like, oh, now I'm going to get, get coronavirus, it. which is what most people fear in a vaccine. So, but there's like four or five right behind it. Like we're yeah. so close. Everybody's running there. I got no problem. I'll be the first one. And yeah. I'm not sick. I'm not worried. It's what you were saying. I'm more fearful of Theo or somebody like sure. that because mm-hmm. we're one degree of separation. Right. And so, I mean, we're sitting in a closed environment. We're not wearing masks. We hang out with each other. But for the most part, we've all, you know, we've all agreed, hey, if I feel like I'm at all exposed, Mm -hmm. we're canceling stuff. We're not going to. And we've done that. We've done a 14 day before. But I would I would do it for other people, not so much for me. Yes. Yeah. Look at me. I'm healthiest. brother. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the the, I guess that's my whole point. Why the, 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 the thing that you both said that is that is to me the deciding and defining factor of why I love you both is because it's not about you. I love you too, man. And, and <laughs> I just want to get it in this time. Now he's, now he's going to every, every two seconds. Oh Lord. Uh, but, but you come from this deal where 
if I can help protect you, then um, I will do it for you. And that's what I think that humanity is what's missing um, of what we need right now to, to find some, some semblance of coming back together as, as Americans, people, as people, as humans, whatever you want to say. So, you know, to me, it's just that uh, we have to get beyond ourselves if, if we're going to experience that level of, of connection um, and have it, bring some healing I think as to what we've seen this year mm-hmm. I mean everybody's exhausted at least I am yeah. at least I am uh, you know I'm tired of worrying I'm tired of all the extra precautions I'm tired of going back to my car six times because I forgot the mask hanging on my <laughs> you know it's like <laughs> I'm tired of all of those things yeah. but again at the end of the day I know that it's not about me. And so mm. that's why I do the things I do. And I just wish that other people had that same mindset, but it's, I think it's tough. We should brainwash the world. We should. We should men <laughs> we in black. Can. Let's men in black the whole place. That's what we're doing kind of with our podcast. Yeah. That is is subliminal true. stuff left and right in this thing. If you play this backwards, <laughs> <laughs> it would be just as entertaining. It says <laughs> Well, sorry, I've been watching that was so too many dumb. TikTok videos. We have had such a phenomenal year, and I know next our next episode is our 100th uh, episode, and, and ends the season three, and we go into 2021. We'll take a month off, and I can't wait, Jim. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see, you've come around. You've come around. We're having some fun. We're doing We're a podcast. Here it comes to Amy Doubter. 2021. It's gonna be great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad we haven't started the video portion of our podcast oh, yet. Gosh. Here's a prediction. 2021, I'm walking around with a trombone. <laughs> An actual trombone. I can, to- I can totally see that. Anytime thing. someone All says anything, I'm just oh. going to get right behind them. <laughs> How are we supposed to end on that? I wish we were going to have Tony put in a Tony, trombone sign. Sad trombone. <laughs> right out. Well, love you guys and look forward to our 100th episode. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you guys with season four in 2021. We're out. Rock on. Boom. Boom. Hey, rock stars. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode. Yeah. And if you're interested in having Brant or me or both of us speak at your event, whether as a webinar for a virtual event or in person as a conference keynote, contact us directly at thoughtsthatrock.com. Until next time, rock rock on. on! Welcome to the Wellness Driven Life Show, your gateway to a new dimension of wellness. Featuring discussions with world renowned experts, pioneers, champions, and professionals. Experience high-end production, sophistication, and easily applicable tips and tricks for everyday life. Your journey to wellness, it starts here and it starts now. Tune in to the Wellness Driven Life Show and become a part of the evolution of driven living.